where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Character on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. And last night, the Major League Baseball first round of the draft was held and the Cardinals selected Michael McGreevy, right-hander out of uh, Cal Santa Barbara, uh, the Gauchos. And Michael joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Mr. McGreevy, thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning. Congratulations. How you doing? Doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, before we get into this conversation, do you like to go by Michael or Mike? Uh, either's fine, but you can call me Mike. Okay, Mike. We just wanted to make sure. Well, Mike, give us your reaction. What was it like for you to find out that you were drafted by the St. Louis Cardinals? Oh, it was absolutely unbelievable. I mean, when I got the call and eventually hear my name on TV, the commissioner saying Michael McGreevy, it everything, every every day of work that I put in the last twenty one years of my life, it just felt like everything kind of came to fruition and I couldn't describe a better feeling. Did you have an idea of the Cardinals or another team taking you? Had anybody given you any any indication, Mike, as to whether or not they would take you? Uh, the Cardinals, like before the draft, we didn't really think the Cardinals were all that interested. We thought there was like, a couple other teams that were thinking about it. But then I got um, a call about two picks before um, that the Cardinals were probably going to take me at 18. And once I heard that, I couldn't have been happier. So what do you know, Mike, about St. Louis? Aside from the Cardinals and the organization, what do you know about St. Louis? I have, I got to be honest with you, I, I know absolutely nothing, but I'm excited to get to know the city and know the culture behind it. Well, we can give you some tips. Randy and I are both native St. Louisans. We've lived here the majority of our lives. We can tell you about St. Louis. But the first thing that I'll tell you is that you're coming to a place that absolutely loves baseball, and they are going to welcome you with open arms and be so excited that you're wearing the birds on the bat. Awesome. Couldn't be more excited. Mike McGreevy, the Cardinals' first-round draft choice, the right-hander with us on 101 ESPN. And, Mike, I would guess that you've probably taken a look at the 2021 Cardinals in the last 12 or so so hours since you were drafted. One of the issues that they have is that they walk a few guys, and one of the things that you don't do is walk a few guys. What gives you the control and the command that you have? Why do you have it? Um, I mean, I think that's just plays in my athleticism. I mean, I, I... Became a full-time pitcher about three years ago. I mean, I've been a shortstop my entire life before that. And I think just a good feel for the strike zone um, helps me kind of control the walks and keep them at an all at a at a, at a low. Um, but it's also a competitive mindset that I'd rather have guys earn their way on than me just putting them on with four balls. Mike, what's your favorite pitch that you have in your arsenal? I definitely have to say the slider. I think it's definitely. A, a good pitch I could steal a strike with, but at the same time, it's a good pitch I could put in the dirt and tunnel off the fastball to get a good swing and a miss to end in that bat. 
Mike McGreevy is a Padres fan growing up in Southern California. So last year, you're watching the playoffs. Obviously, you're rooting for the Padres, which is cool because you weren't drafted by the Cardinals yet. <laughs> but what, what impressions, Mike, did you get from the Cardinals and watching them in the playoffs last year? Well, they're just a competitive team, and they're always trying to they're coming out at you with your best but giving you good, consistent baseball. I mean, I love that, and they definitely gave the Padres a run for their money, and now I'm kind of eating my words, uh, rooting for the Padres back then. And I'm definitely – I'm definitely reconsidering my uh, <laughs> who I was rooting for back then. You are a SoCal guy, obviously. How aware of of Jack Flaherty were you? And he was grew, growing up in L.A. You were, you grew up in San Diego, but Flaherty was a, a pretty big deal in SoCal. Were you aware of him before he got to the major leagues? To be honest with you, not really. The guy we did know, kind of around Southern California, was Nolan Arenado, being from El Toro High School. I mean, El Toro is from about 30 minutes away from where I live in San Clemente. So Nolan was uh, the guy so what's, that we all knew. What's it like for you, Mike, then, to think that he's going to be your teammate potentially at some point? It's, it's pretty damn cool. It's pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> hey, Mike, uh, a couple of other things. Number one, we got to – Michelle is definitely more into the uh, the Star Wars than I am. Have you oh, seen – Randy, I've never seen one Star Wars movie. Just oh, to be clear, oh, a, l- a little bit more. So, uh, you're a uh, you're a Star Wars guy. Have you seen every Star Wars movie? Oh yeah, I have more than once for sure. And what interests you so much about Star Wars? What is it that turns you on about Star Wars? I don't mean anything that turns me on about Star Wars. I just think that as a as a young kid, I really fell in love with the movies, and I've been a fan ever since. I wanted to, to ask you, Mike, uh, you're obviously from San Diego Padres fan. We have something in common, you and St. Louis, that we both lost an NFL franchise to L.A. So did you yep. did you stay a Chargers fan when they made the move? I did. I did. I mean, it was it was heartbreaking. I mean, my dad definitely um, felt it the most. I mean, he grew up in San Diego, um, me not being far away from San Diego at all. So like, we went we used to go to games at Qualcomm, uh, watch LaDainian Tomlinson, Phillip Rivers, I mean, even Drew Brees for that little bit. Um, and once they moved to L.A., I'm still going to always call them the San Diego Chargers, but we were heartbroken when they left. Mike, that's such an interesting thing because my favorite memories as a kid were going to sporting events with my dad. Is that the same thing for you? Even though you were playing all the time was going to those games. Was that, is that what shows up in your mind's eye now from when you were a little kid? Oh yeah. I mean, going to any sporting event with my dad is always, you know, live in my head forever. I mean, I'm going to cherish the memories that we made uh, watching sports, but also playing uh, sports. He was my coach throughout Little League um, for, I think, like 10-plus years, and I wouldn't be here without him today, especially just as a coach, but as a great father as well. So how cool was it last night to have your family with you? It was so cool. I was invited to Denver to go to the draft. I, I just It meant more to me just to be around more family and friends and to be able to hug my mom and my dad once my name was called was just amazing. That's awesome. So special. Okay, Mike, when you were a kid and you were playing, whether it was in Little League or in the backyard or whatever, who was your guy? Who is the guy that you pretended to be or the guy that you always wanted to emulate? Uh, there definitely wasn't anyone I wanted to emulate as a pitcher because I, I wanted to be a shortstop my entire life. But I'd have to say Derek Jeter. I mean, the captain, I mean, he's the guy that um, is just one of the best to ever do it. And he just, the way he conducts himself on and off the field, it was something that every kid, I think, looked up to. 
And I would think as a kid, you're watching Derek Jeter. And granted, I think a, a lot of competitiveness is innate, but he always came up with the big play at the big time in large part because he's just such a darn competitive guy. I agree. I agree. And, Mike, you said you played shortstop. I know you played shortstop for a while, too, in addition to pitching in high school. But what was that like for you to make that transition to fully become a pitcher? What What was that like, and when did you decide, okay, this is what I'm going to do? It was definitely weird, and it wasn't a choice that uh, I made by myself. I mean, when I got uh, to college at UC Santa Barbara, Chuck Hitz was telling me, uh, like, hey, like, pitch you. we're going to try you out a pitcher as well. Like, two, we'll try the two-way thing for a little bit. I get seven at-bats in fall, and then right before a fall game against Cal Poly, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, we're just going to have you just focus on pitching right now. We think if you focus on that only, like your career is going to take off. And it was the best decision he ever made for me. And just uh, Coach Chekis being the great pitching coach that he is, I was able to just soak in all the knowledge and everything that he's done for former uh, Gauchos like Shane Beaver, Dylan Tate, those guys, and just it upped my game um, just immediately. And Mike, you mentioned last night that you're getting bigger. You're up to six five right now, right? Yeah. So I, I envision you as uh, the the classic horse type pitcher. You throw hard. You're big. You're strong. And you threw 101 and two thirds innings this year for Cal Santa Barbara. How do you envision yourself as a pitcher? Give us your own scouting report of yourself. I mean, I definitely have a lot of room to grow. That's for sure. I mean, I, I mean, being tall, I've definitely put on weight over the past two three years, but. There's still a lot of room to grow, and I think there's a lot of development left to be sitting in like the high velocity numbers, like 95, 97. Um, but at the same time, I want to be a pitcher that's durable. I want to help out the team any way I can. And for me, I think that's going as deep in the games as I can, saving the bullpen for other days, and just giving the putting the team in the best position I can to win. Okay, Mike, we know that you're a Chargers fan. We know you like Star Wars. Give us another fun fact about you, about Mike the person, not the baseball player. I don't think there. I mean, I don't think there's any secrets I have that people don't know about me. I'm an absolute open book, so you hit Star Wars on the head for sure. That's always one I would say I'm a huge nerd for. I mean, I could teach a college class on that, but there's there's no other secrets that people don't know about Michael McGreevy. Okay, well, I've never seen any of the Star Wars movies, so if I had to watch one movie out of the Star Wars series, what should I watch? I'd have to say, well. Empire Strikes Back is the best one, or Revenge of the Sith, but I, A New Hope's my favorite, so start with four. Start with A New Hope. Okay, you got to. it. I got to ask you this one, because you are an open book. One of the things it says in your Cal Santa Barbara bio is that you want to work as a pro baseball player. That's obvious. But the second thing they said is cardiologist. So how did you get to cardiologist, and after baseball, is that something that would still intrigue you? I wrote that a while ago, so that was like back in my junior high school. I was in anatomy at the time, and my my grandpa used to be a cardiologist. Um, he died of ALS when I was a senior in high school, so it was a little bit to honor him as well, and I was still really interested in the field. Um, obviously, career paths changed um, given the route that I'm taking right now, but I mean, I don't plan on hanging up the baseball cleats until my body is telling me we can't throw baseball anymore into my 40s. But uh, we'll we'll evaluate that when I get there. And finally, Mike, before we let you go, obviously you've had a chance to talk to the Cardinals now since you've been drafted. What's the next thing on the agenda for you in terms of getting started in pro ball? 
Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not really sure. They, I talked to, uh, I talked to them last night. Um, right after my name was called, they were telling me, "Hey, we got a couple. We have a busy couple days with the draft uh, Monday and Tuesday as well, so we'll leave you alone a little bit." But um, I think the plan is just try to get out to St. Louis um, as quickly as I can, and we'll get started from there. Well, we can't wait to see you here. We're so excited that the Cardinals drafted you. We're excited for you and your family. And obviously, as Cardinal fans, we're excited too. Thanks so much for taking the time with us. We appreciate it and have a great day. Thank you. You too. Take care. That's Michael McGreevy. He is the Cardinals' first-round draft choice, the right-hander out of Cal Santa Barbara. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.